What's up, Yankee fans? It's Greg with another edition of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And not too much going on at the winter meetings for the Yankees. Uh, The only thing that has come to light new to me has been the J.A. Happ, and it was all, it was reported originally as a three-year deal, but now it is looking like it is a two-year deal with a third-year option, and that option is going, those, um, that option is going to be based on performance. So it'll probably be an innings type of thing if he gets over a certain amount of innings uh you know that's usually what it is is logging innings and a lot of people talk about how he's got a very easy motion to uh to home in his in his delivery and that he is the type of guy that could go three years and He won't have any significant arm problems. You know, that's the prediction. Who knows? Uh, Nobody really knows, right? But that's what they're saying. So I think it's a good deal. I like it. I know a lot of people were a little bit upset that they basically just changed the line, uh, the rotation with adding Paxton. But, you know, when you really look at it, Yankees had a had really good pitching last year. And remember, they won 100 games. And if you take Sonny Gray's performances out of the picture, it's they're going to get even more wins than last year. You know, if you were, if you were in last year, if you had replaced Paxton uh, with Gray last year. And no, the other thing is, Hap did, wasn't even there a full year. Hap was only there uh, after July. He, was, he got there after... Um, right at the trade deadline. So I think it's a good move. I think, I know, I think a lot of people were like thinking that the Yankees were getting Syndergaard and they were also thinking that they would get Kluber or Bauer, but I think this is a solid move. I think J-Hap is going to do really good things. And, you know, the other thing is people were like, oh, he got bombed by Boston in the playoffs. And yeah, it's, that's one game. Yes, he did. But it's one game. You never know what was going on. You can't base a guy just on one playoff performance. You know, all the greats have been, have not got, have not had great starts in the postseason. You know, even Andy Pettit, so let's hope that Jay Happ, uh, let's hope the Yankees get to the playoffs next year. I, I'm, I'm thinking that it is a, a, a no-brainer that they will, but you never know what happens in baseball. So that being said, we, the other thing that came out of the winter meetings that I thought was awesome yesterday was Brian Cashman. And if you didn't see it, he had a quote that talked about um, the Yankees front office in Star Wars terms. So did you guys, did you guys see that? If you didn't, um, actually, Mario, pull that up for me. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. 
All right, so it says, I don't have any reaction other than to say we try to promote that we are a progressive and open-minded operation and that every day is different, that we are prepared to pivot and react if things change, if the rosters adjust, Cashman said. Then he goes on to say, if something... Let's see. where. Sorry, I lost my place. He says... If something doesn't make sense today, it doesn't mean it won't make sense tomorrow. All I can tell you is where our current focuses are. But at the same time, here it comes, we're a fully functional Death Star. <laughs> you know, as, as a Yankee, as a, a Star Wars fan, I loved this. I was like, <laughs> yes, Cashman bringing... Making the analogy of the Yankees as the Death Star. The front office as the Death Star. And it's really cool. If you saw the, I think it was the, I don't know, I think it was the New York Post had a picture of, they had uh, photoshopped Cashman's head into the Rick Moranis character from Spaceballs um, when he was Dark Helmet. (laughs) That was just awesome. Oh, it was great. I love the New York newspapers. They just, they make things so awesome. Love it. But I was, I was pretty fired up about that. I thought it was great. You know, we, everybody knows the uh, Red Sox called Yankees the evil empire, and that name has stuck, and it's pretty awesome. I love it. Any any relation to uh, Star Wars and the Yankees, I'm all in. And I actually made today's episode a Star Wars episode. So I'm wearing Chewbacca boxer shorts and Death Star socks. Um, if you if, these are stance socks, and if you don't have a pair of stance socks, and they are, you know, the they were the major league. Uh, provider of socks last year. If you saw that little round symbol on the player's socks, that is Stance. And Stance really makes phenomenal socks. If you don't have a pair, go out and spend, um, even if you're the type of guy or girl who's like, I don't want to spend money on socks. I don't like to spend money on something like that. You should. I'm telling you, go get a pair of Stance socks. Mario, call call Stance now. See if they will sponsor this episode. <laughs> you know me. I'm always trying to look for sponsorships. But it's there's kind of a relationship, right? You know, Stance socks, baseball, Yankees, us. <laughs> I think so. I think it'll work. That would be awesome. I would wear Stance socks every day if that was the case. Oh, man. And they've got such cool designs. So they've got like... All of, obviously, the Major League, ba- Major League Baseball teams. I don't know if they've diversified into other sports, but the Yankees socks are really super cool. They've got, you know, just the basic blue that the Yankees wear. But then on some of those special days, like I think July 4th, maybe it was, uh, Yankees had like the, the Stars and Stripes socks. Uh, let's see what else they, they, there's another pair where like one side is like solid blue with the Yankee symbol. And then the other side, the other sock is pinstripe. So it's pretty cool. You can like interchange the socks and, um, 
It's it's great. I have actually three pairs. Susanna's mom bought me um, Chewbacca socks, which are pretty awesome. Darth Vader socks and these Death Star socks. And this is the Death Star from um, Return of the Jedi. It is when they were rebuilding the Death Star. So it's pretty cool because if you can remember, they were like in the middle of making it and you see all those layers on it. And it was, that was, that was pretty cool. George Lucas, um, that dude, he's a genius. Love that guy. Um, sold the company obviously to Disney. Um, maybe we could get a Star Wars uh, sponsorship. Disney, Disney. Talk about, you know, coming out of the GM uh, winter meetings. Uh, they talked about the Phillies having stupid money to throw around to free agents and talk about stupid money. Disney has stupid money. Mario, get on that, please. Okay, guys. So, you know, speaking of Star Wars, Mario, let me ask you, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? He's thinking about this one. Mm, he's giving me that, hmm, you know that emoji? I like that emoji where, it's the, where it's, the, it's the head and he's got the finger up by his uh, face and he's kind of like got the furrowed brow and he's like, hmm, that's, that's one of my current favorites. But he's doing that right now and, oh yeah, Empire. He's saying Empire Strikes Back and I think that is definitely, that's my favorite too. It's, it, it, it has so much in that, in that movie. You've got the snow planet, which was awesome. Then you've got um, introduction to Yoda, right? Um, and then you've got the most famous scene in movies where Darth Vader tells Luke that he's his father, right? That's just, whew, man, that is just amazing, right? It, it, it is. We could like dissect that whole movie. And, um, you know, speaking of Star Wars, too, Yankees had, um, they had Star Wars night on May the 4th, which is really funny that that is a Star Wars holiday, May the 4th. Um, I love it. It's great. Gives me an excuse to wear some Star Wars stuff, although I don't really need an excuse to wear Star Wars stuff. Oh, boy. But, you know, here's here's a story. Here's a story for you. So I saw Star Wars in the theaters believe it or not. And I can remember it, believe it or not. I was like six, I think, because Star Wars came out in like 77, uh, right? I'm pretty sure. And my, I, my aunt and uncle took me to go see that in Nourishelle at the RKO Theater on Main Street. And I can remember being... Um, and I'm, this is like, I, I, I'm pretty sure, we can verify this, but I'm pretty sure about all these memories. I don't think I made these up. I don't think it's revisionist history. But I do remember being in the theater before the movie started, and they had those curtains in the, in the, the theaters back in the day. They had those curtains that covered the screen, or at least they were on the side. I'm not sure about this one, but I remember sitting there, and I had seen, like, a picture of Darth Vader. You know, this is before... I probably saw, like, a, a, a commercial for it. Um, you know, so before the internet, before you could, like, look up a movie before it even comes out, before they have, like, back, uh, you know, um, behind the scenes. And I remember sitting there thinking that Darth Vader was, like, behind those curtains. And it's it's a pretty wild memory to, to think about and and to even think that I remember that. Um, 
so that's my Star Wars movie. And after that, I was hooked. I remember having a, uh, for my birthday, I didn't want a uh, birthday party. I wanted to go see Star Wars with a bunch of my friends. And, you know, my mom, how awesome she is, she actually did it. And I don't know if movies were very expensive back then, but nowadays that's a, that's a good amount of money to spend. So big props to mom for doing that for me and buying me all those Star Wars toys. Oh man, there was an early bird special that they called. They call it early bird special. It was before the movie came out, I think. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. But she had ordered that for me. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't before the movie came out. I'm not sure. We got to, we got to verify that. Maybe she would know. We got to get an interview with her. I definitely want to get an interview with her. Um, on the podcast, that would be some funny stuff. But uh, there was this early bird Star Wars package, and it came with Darth Vader, R two D two. Who? Oh, oh, Mario, Mario is saying that that's your favorite. That's your favorite character, R two D two. That's a solid character. R two D two is uh, he is really awesome. Um, it's a he, right? What? That's a good question. Is R two D two? Male or female? Huh. Did they ever say? I got now I'm gonna have to watch the entire trilogy and the next ones too, although I did not like that next series uh that they made. Um and then these new ones, the first one was good. This last one, um did not like that one. Did not I was it was long. I and I tried to watch it again. I was like, alright, maybe let me give it another chance. And I started watching it and I was like, oh man, this is a little bit of a snooze fest. There were some, there were some moments that were really cool, but overall I was, I was a little, I was not a little disappointed. I was big, I, I was very disappointed in that. Um, but Rogue One, Rogue One was great as a recent movie. And um, Han Solo, I didn't get to see the whole thing because uh, I was watching it with Jax and the scene right before he meets Chewbacca, Jack's got a little, he got a little scared of that because it gets a little dark and you don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I need to see the full thing, but it, it was good. It was good. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, at least what I had, I, what I had seen. Well, I'll, I'll give a full review on that one day, but so where was I? Oh, so the early bird special. <laughs> Mario's laughing. He's like, oh man, he loves, he loves how I go off on these tangents. He thinks it's pretty amusing. But anyway, so it had, uh, Darth Vader, R2-D2, Chewbacca, uh, I think there were five. Who else was it? It could have been, no, I don't think it was Luke Skywalker. Um, maybe Obi-Wan Kenobi, maybe, maybe it was Luke Skywalker. And I think maybe a Jawa and, have to look that up. Mario, Google that, please. Um, anyway, I still have them to this day. Like I was talking about, my mom saved all baseball cards. She saved all my Star Wars toys and I have them and I have to like, I got to like hang them up somewhere, some of the like ships and, uh, and those things. I had the Death Star too. So tying it back into the winter meetings <laughs> and the Yankees. Yeah. Brian Cashman and the Yankees, a fully operational Death Star. So that was awesome. 
And um, that's all I got for you. This was more of a Star Wars episode. And with Star Wars, I could probably talk a really, really long time about it. But I don't know if anybody wants to hear that. <laughs> oh, but if you've been, if you've been listening so far, uh, you know that I go off on these tangents. And it's baseball-related. I do have... Uh, I do get some baseball information, but then I go off on these tangents of things in pop culture or things that I find funny or, or what. So let us know what you think about this. And this was kind of a short, um, a, a, a short baseball one. You know, most of the other ones have been longer, inter, intermixed usually at the end with some of these crazy tangents I go off on. But if you've got a comment about anything, or if you want to um, say what's up, you want to always sponsor us, we're always open for that, as you know, and um, anything, you can always reach us at yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com, yankeecrazypodcast on Instagram, and yankeecrazypod on Twitter. So, again... Always looking for sponsors. I'm still waiting for that fireball call. Mario, have you heard from them yet? No, not yet, not yet. And I'm still going to try that fireball with hot chocolate. Um, that sounds really good. Mario, actually, I told him the other night that I was, I was in the middle of making it. I go in and I look for fireball and I did not have any. And he was like, oh, dude, you should have called me and come over and grab some fireball. Which is, that is, talk about a neighborly thing to do. <laughs> that is, that is like the ultimate, right? Giving your neighbor some of your fireball. <laughs> but it's so awesome having my producer across the street from me too. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, and, you know, how crazy is this? So I moved to, um, I moved from New York to California uh, through, we at first were in Santa Cruz and then we are just outside of Sacramento and we move up here and who lives diagonally across the street from me, but one of the biggest Yankee fans in California, um, maybe, maybe the world. Yeah. I won't, I won't discount the world on that one, Mario. And yeah, it is. It's Mario. That's right. And you know, this guy's such a Yankee fan that his dog's name is Jeter. My dog isn't Jeter. I, I don't know. Maybe you're more Yankee crazy than me. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty awesome. And um, it's, it's just amazing. And then I got a producer. Got a producer for the show. Instant producer. So, um, you know, we always say hats off to Mario. Best producer in the business, in my opinion. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up. We've gone off on enough tangents. And I will be looking at all winter meeting stuff and see what happens. Maybe we're going to get a big announcement. We are on Thursday. Maybe guys are, are waiting. Thursdays uh, could be a big day. Uh, or tomorrow could wrap up the uh, winter meetings with a really big announcement by somebody. Um, the Yankees, which, you know, Brian Cashman did say um, that they are not, they might not be completely out of the uh, starting pitchers. Uh, looking for a starting pitcher. You know, there's also that Japanese uh, player, Kakuchi. So we will be monitor monitoring all of that. All right, guys, 
Thanks again for your support. Appreciate it. Stay tuned for our sponsor. And what do I always say? That's right. I always end every podcast with... Let's go Yankees.